0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Dad Project. Appreciate you joining me for another week of the podcast. Before I get into it, as always, if you can please make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, we are on Apple, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, all the podcast platforms so please make sure you're subscribed because that way those platforms will push this podcast out to more people like you, those amazing people that take the time each week to listen to this little podcast that I have going on here and without you doing things like that this podcast would not continue to grow the way it is. Also make sure you've jumped on and follow us on the social, so at The Unstoppable Dad on Instagram, The Unstoppable Dad Project on Facebook, and you'll be able to see, hopefully, some more valuable information uh, that I put out intermittently, other than the podcast here. So, this week, I wanted to jump on and have a talk, another training topic, but this time the training topic is tailored towards people that I... Have helped quite a lot over the last, or a type of person that I have helped quite a lot over the last decade plus of uh, being a coach. And that is the parent or the older individual who's looking to get back into sport. And now it can be a whole bunch of different sports, and there are a whole bunch of different scenarios and factors that go into it when you are looking to get back into a sport. And Each sport itself has its own individual set of demands that is going to require a slightly different approach. However, I think there are a few universal things that need to be looked at beforehand and then also while doing it based off your individual set of circumstances. Because I think getting back into a sport or a group activity for a lot of people is a super, super important thing especially as we get older, we get kids. And especially if you are somebody who in the past has played a sport and enjoyed that and found some great sense of community and belonging from it. I think being involved in a group or a community where you are taking part in a physical activity goes a long way to helping with helping people with their mental health. And I think that not only that, it also keeps people motivated to stay physically active and physically fit. And I think that they are two super, super important things, especially for dads and especially for men, because men, as we get older in life, I feel tend to isolate ourselves more. So making sure that you are part of a community and especially a community that is doing something physical, I think is a really, really important thing. Obviously for me, um, I've gravitated towards jiu-jitsu. I started it in my early 30s. Um, almost, I'm almost 40 now and I've been doing it for seven and a bit years, but I started it in my early 30s. So I was a little bit older when I started. And within that community, I've come across some amazing people, but there, it tends to grab people like myself who have played some form of sport who have maybe stopped doing something into their later years as life circumstances have changed or circumstances have not permitted them to do it and then now that they're getting into their later years they're looking to get back into something and that type of activity tends to grab grab them and pull them into it and with that because it is a physical sport and it's a contact sport there is the risk of injury there is a high risk of injury actually and especially if you haven't done the right physical preparation for it, it can become a bit of a problem where it's this stop-start thing and you're not able to build consistency with the activity. So, jiu is one thing but there's also... I've also had a lot of people over the years that I've coached that are looking to go and play masters football, you know, AFL union. They may be looking to go and play social touch with their friends. Like there are all these other sports that a lot of men and and a lot of parents and females as we get older would love to get back into, but there's sometimes these things holding us back. Or there are these concerns in our minds that we need to address before we go and do that. And I'm not advocating that if there is something, if there is a physical concern for you to jump back in and do it, you just jump back in and do it. I actually think that can be the worst thing you can do, not just physically, but mentally as well. Because when you're getting into something new, that stop, start, that may happen if you haven't addressed the things that you need to physically first can be mentally destroying and can work in the complete opposite direction that we are trying to achieve by getting back into an activity like this. So let me just run through a few things that I think you need to look at and then what you can do to kind of tailor the approach or how you should look to approach things like moving forward. So the number one thing, the, the first thing that I would look at is your injury history. So what's going on right now? See, if, if you are somebody who has played in the past and is looking to get back into it, you've had a hiatus from doing it. Now you're looking to get back into it socially. Why did you stop? Why did you? Is, is, is it a physical reason why you stopped, i.e. injuries? Has that been resolved? And have you gone through the right rehab process to address that? Because all too often, what I've found is a lot, of, a lot of people, when they finish playing a sport for a particular reason, they generally stop due to some form of injury concern. And then they stop and they become physically inactive and they haven't actually taken the taken the appropriate steps to rehab those injuries. And now they're getting to a place in their life where they can look to go back into that activity or go back into doing something. And by jumping straight back in without addressing those things, there is a really high chance of re-injury. Okay? So You need to look at that injury history and you need to look at has the underlying issue or concern been addressed to its fullest extent after that injury was done. If the answer is no, you probably need to either work with somebody or be very mindful of the activity that you're getting back into that it's not going to exacerbate that problem or ease yourself back into it. So that's the first thing. The other one is your sports and training history. So the activity that you're looking to get in, back into, is it something that you've done in the past or is it something brand new to you? This is the first part of this question because if it's brand new to you, you're going to be unfamiliar with the physical demands. So jumping straight in and I'll use jujitsu as an example and doing it five or six times a week in the early stages for an older individual may not necessarily be the best approach. Again, this advice is always very context dependent. It depends on where you are in life, who you are and these things. But these are questions that working with people that are looking to get back into sport that I would ask them to help build out a plan for them moving forward. So what is your sport history within that sport? Do you have a history, yes or no? If you do, then you kind of loop back and you refer back to the injury question or the why did you stop playing like last time and have those issues been addressed so that's the thing then the next part of that is your training history have you been physically have you been physically doing something in the interim since you either stopped playing or if it's your first time trying to do something what's your training history look like so what's what have you been doing physically in order to stay fit and keep yourself strong And the answer to that question will give you an idea in where you need to go in order to start or get back into what it is that you're doing. And the last bit is time. Now, this podcast is kind of tailored towards the recreational athlete, but time's going to be a big one. If you are, and again, this is very dependent on the activity that you're looking to do. Jiu-Jitsu, for example, is a skill-based activity. And in order to enhance yourself, enhance your capability to do any skill, you need to practice that skill. Now, for some people, you may need to spend time practicing that skill, but then you may also need to spend time doing something to address any physical concerns that have come out out of doing that sport. And what I mean by that is, if you are doing three sessions a week, which to start off with in an activity like that is probably a good starting point, but then you may also need to, if you have a really long injury history and things that need to be addressed, you may also need to allocate some time to recovery, and recovery can look like structured strength training, recovery can look like going to the Cairo physio, massage, those types of things, so do you have the time to allocate to that? Because your progress will be dependent on that particular skill sport, you showing up and you doing the work within that. So actually putting in the time in order to progress and get better. Because if you're only doing it once a week, you may not see the progress that you need to in order to move forward. So the time that you have to allocate to it is important because then it sets up your expectations from, how fast you're going to progress and how you're going to move forward. If the sport is something like a like a touch football where you're only doing it once or twice a week or it is something like a Masters Football League, AFL, whatever the case might be, that time that you need to spend on it is almost set. You might, if it's a, say, something where you have a game on a, a Saturday, you may have two training sessions a week and then the game on the Saturday. So that time, it may be a heavier time commitment, but also with something like that where it's season-based, you also have an off-season to do more physical preparation. Whereas with something like jiu-jitsu or an activity like that, some form of martial arts, it's generally a year-round thing. So the time commitment is a consistent time commitment rather than an evolving time commitment based around when the season's placed. So I hope I'm not jumping around too much, but they're the three things that you I would look at with somebody who I was working with around their return to sport. And this is tailored towards, again, somebody who is a little bit older looking to get back into sport who's had some time off. But these are even things that you would look at for a younger athlete who's looking to return to sport after an injury. But your injury history... Is number one your training history and the history and your sports history would be number two, and then the time. How much time do you have to commit to it? So they're the three things that I would look at. Now moving forward, based off the answers that you get for that, then we would tailor a plan based off what you do, what you what you would need to do. You would need to would you need to add in some form of structured strength conditioning work with what you what you're doing for most masters athletes or most people that are over the age of 30, if you have the time to do it, I think it is strongly beneficial to do at least two sessions per week of strength training to complement what you're doing. Because that is going to not only safeguard your body from injury. Now, if you're playing a contact sport or you're doing something like jiu-jitsu, some injuries are going to be unavoidable. There is just nothing because... the it doesn't matter what you do like they're just going to be unavoidable your knees might be get put put into a bad position and i'm not talking about a submission or something like that but somebody lands on it the wrong way it's a contact injury it happens but there are also a lot of injuries and this is what i see happen quite a lot with older athletes there are injuries that are avoidable through proper physical conditioning and if you don't have a really long training history behind you, <clears throat> then making sure that you have a really good plan in place to firstly physically prepare you to get into it so that when injuries do happen, the avoidable ones don't happen and the unavoidable ones can sometimes not be as severe. And this is the thing with physical preparation that I think a lot of people miss into their later later ages, that not only will it help you avoid preventable injuries, but it can also help you with the severity of non-preventable injuries within a contact situation. And that doesn't matter. That's universal across the board, right? That doesn't matter if it's a teenager who is playing sport it doesn't matter whether it's a professional athlete and it also doesn't matter whether it's somebody into their 30s and 40s who's looking to do a bit of jiu-jitsu three or four times a week or looking to go and play local touch or in the master's league for their individual sport doing some form of structured strength training i think is really is is the key to making sure that key to longevity within your sport and making sure you can continue to do it and allocate the time you need to to really move yourself forward. And depending on the sport and depending on the time you have, what I would look at is, so say for example, for myself, what I do, my minimums per week and again this all comes back to your time allocation. My minimums per week are 3 jiu-jitsu sessions and 2 strength sessions. I find for me and my body and the way it is, I can do if I do that, I for the most part will my body will feel pretty good. As soon as I start adding a little bit more, so an extra jiu-jitsu session or an extra strength session, I start, my body starts to get to a point where I'm under-recovered and, that start, and then I start to get some niggles and things like that. Now bearing in mind for me, I also have been doing some form of structured weight training for the last 21 plus years. So I have quite a long training history, so I have a base to draw upon. If I'm working with somebody who doesn't have that base to draw upon, those two times a week of strength conditioning will go a long way to helping, but maybe they need a little bit more on the strength and conditioning side to actually get the same response that I would get with my training history. So I hope this all makes sense so far, and I hope you're kind of understanding where I'm taking where I'm taking this. But the big thing, if you're looking to get back into a sport or you're looking to do some form of physical activity, which, i believe is a super important thing especially for dads because it gets you around of a community of like-minded individuals who are looking to achieve a very similar thing to you and i think that that is something that is severely lacking in today's society for men so if you are looking to do that i think you need to seriously consider allocating some time to make sure that you are physically prepared for that activity and that may look like doing two strength and conditioning sessions a week because you also don't want to be constantly, if you're doing jujitsu, you don't want to be constantly off the mats, looking at, hey, I'm I'm injured again, I've got to take three weeks off. And then you go back, you do it for three weeks, and then all of a sudden something else comes up. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not doing the strength and conditioning does not mean that you won't get injured. It just means that. Your chance of injury decreases. And if you do get injured, hopefully you're not going to have to spend as much time off. And if, for example, you do get some catastrophic injury, allocating the time to doing proper rehab and making sure that it is rehabbed the right way before you go and jump back into the activity will mean that you're not going to have all these false starts jumping back and forth when you get back. into doing that activity all too often i've seen people that have come back to a sport and it doesn't matter where on the age spectrum you are but especially say an an older athlete or a master's athlete where they jump back into their sport before they have completed the right amount of rehab or they've completed a good amount of rehab they just go back in on the heavy end or they jump straight back into the deep end and don't ease themselves back into it so making sure those injuries are addressed properly or any physical niggles or pains that you have the underlying issue is addressed will give you the best chance of building consistency and getting back into that sport because there is nothing worse than not being able to compete or not being able to train in something that you want to do because due to preventable reasons okay so that is my 18 and a half minute rant on i hopefully it wasn't too much of a rant but chat on some things that I think you really need to look at if you are if you are older and if you are looking to get back into some form of sport or some form of contact physical activity because it is really important to address the physical because there is nothing worse than having to deal with constant injuries Now, doing sport, there is always the risk of injury, nothing, you will never be injury free, but by doing some form of physical preparation, hopefully we can reduce the risk of injury and then we can hopefully reduce the severity of most of the injuries that may occur through doing these activities, which we love, which we want to do, which we draw so much enjoyment from so hopefully that helps let me know what you think if you need some help with a training program obviously this is the type of thing that i have done and i've helped people with for 15 years now so there is a book there is a link to book in a time in the show notes so you can jump on you can book in a chat time for a chat and then we'll jump on. We'll address where you're at. I'll ask you those three questions that I just went through in the podcast, try and get a grounding for where you're at, and then build a plan out for you moving forward to either get you doing what it is that you want to do, get you back to what you want to do, or hopefully help you be more physically prepared to do more of it, more of what it is that you want to do. So thanks for your time. Take it easy. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.